Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome, 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 everybody, to an amazing episode today. She may be a fresh face and fresh voice to you, but man, she is she is doing her thing all across the world. Welcome to the show today, someone whom we identify as a joy stalker, a mindset mentor, and a CEO whisperer. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, welcome Melissa Hart to the show. Hello. Well, hello, Rob. It's so nice to be with you. I'm so excited to be with you today. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. I couldn't wait to to record this episode because of so many things you do and just seeing you move. It's like, I'm super excited about it. Mm. But I got to put you on the spot, though, and start. Oh, yeah, of course. I need you. I know. That's why the smile, they can hear my smile now on audio. But I know who you are and the impact that you create in the world. But for the listeners who may not know you yet, kind of just set them up with with who you are. You you can't use Joy Stalker. You can't use Mindset Mentor, The Whisperer. Um, Can't use Awesome, Amazing. You can't use The Best. Um, I'm taking all (laughs) these from you. So you got to use the other words to describe yourself. But no, just, just let them hear who you are. Yeah. I love this question. And every time I listen and you put your person on the spot, I love to hear what they say. (laughs) So um, I have no idea what I'm going to say, because one of the things I want to be with you is just in the moment. So, um, you know, Melissa Hart, that's my husband's name, Hart. Uh, Melissa Plaza was who I was and am uh, until I met him. And I'm going to say that I have been in progress in Hart. And what I mean by that is, um, I've worked since I'm about 10 years old, um, you know, growing up very poor. One of my first jobs was, uh, I used to go to the grocery store and carry packages for elderly people and hope that they would give me, uh, and my brother a tip. And mm-hmm. then that was like our money to, to go buy candy. And what I learned at a very young age was to work very, very hard and to, um, be quite tough right? Not let anything get to me. And so over the years, I've worked really, really hard and I've been really, really tough. And it has served me well in a lot of ways, success-wise, career-wise. I've had an opportunity to do really cool SHIT. And <laughs> at some point, the, the gig was up or the jig was up. I don't know. Is it a jig or a gig? I think you know? it's a gig. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think it's a gig. Yeah, right. I I got on to me in that I was really living from my head okay. and the stories that I was telling myself in my head, as opposed to really being in my heart and in my intuition. And um from there the world fell apart on the outside in the mm. most beautiful way. Yeah, yeah. And everything that I feared about happening on the outside started to happen. A business closed. Um, I had a scare with cancer at the same time. 
and um, my identity as a very successful woman in the entertainment business, you know, one who had a lot of material success. So everything that I was attached to, right, everything that I had worked so hard for and pushed for slowly started to look like it was falling away. And so it was the thing that I feared the most, right? Um, financial insecurity, um, public insecurity, um, all of these things that I worked so hard to not have were happening. And don't get me wrong. I felt terror, true terror. And at the same time, I felt freedom. Freedom from the story that I had told myself since I was about 10 years old, that things had to be a certain way in my life on the outside for me to feel okay. And it was in that moment that the bull crap, the glasses that I had worn my whole entire life turned a different shade. Yeah. The veil had been lifted. Yeah. And it was because of that, that I showed up for all these people at the company that I ran in a way that I had not shown up before. Frankly, it was, I was selfless. It wasn't about me. It was about being of service and helping others to find their next employment, their next way. And somewhere along the line, my husband asked me, are you going to go get a job? <laughs> and I hadn't thought about that. That is the truth. And I didn't even look for a job. The job found me in some way. And yeah. it was through being more myself, just really me, maybe boogies in my nose and all, right? That was something I was worried about <laughs> before we got on this call. I had lived a life of worrying so much what I looked like on the outside. I'm not even talking about like makeup. I'm talking about Things, yeah, like things shiny objects, yeah, identities, careers, money, people, property, prestige. It was at the expense of my happiness. Yeah. And so the veil being lifted opened up a whole new way for me to see life and be in life. Yeah. So when you ask me, you know, to introduce myself today, I am me. I am finally me. And I see the truth of who I am yeah. and who others are. And that is my greatest joy to help others see who they are yeah. and the impact that they can and will have in the world upon seeing this. Yeah. I love that. One of, I remember when I learned that I felt lighter because I dropped the expectations of the outside world. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when it was like, I, I, I knew I felt lighter, but I couldn't give a reason why, so to speak. Like it was so dark. It was like, why am I still trying to hold this image up? Yeah. Like, why am I still trying to do, it's like, what are you, oh, because everybody expects me to. Mm. And when I hit rock bottom, majority of the people i'm gonna say at least 90 percent of the people i was performing for mm. thought i was done mm. like it was just a small group that was like oh he'll he'll get this one too because it was dark for me 
you know? And like you said, I had, my kids were parented through making sure I looked good as a military member who worked at the Pentagon protecting the highest ranking people in the military. My kids' childhood depended on that, meaning you don't do certain things because that affect my life here at the yes. Pentagon. Yes. What does my five-year-old daughter play group has to do with defense of the world? Absolutely mm. nothing. Mm. But I would bring that in because I had all these identities, as you talked about, that I needed to hold for people. And man, that weight dropping off of losing expectations was, that was the crack for me, the beginning of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so I love that. And I am me too. You know, I, <laughs> that is how I love showing up and that joy of getting others to show up like that too. I think that's why I was so hyped to have this, uh, you know, this interview, even, even though it, it took us a minute, but I was so excited about it because I could feel that from mm -hmm. watching you work. Even when I, I call you the trifecta, meaning mm -hmm. you are, you've worked and spread it inside out understanding in the corporate world, in the entertainment world, and in community service. Mm -hmm. And usually those are three separate places. Yeah. Like I know a set of practitioners in each that don't know each other almost in a way. So kind of explain how that came about. Yeah, uh, it came about because those are my worlds, right? Mm, For that. a while, I compartmentalized business from other, right? There was business Melissa, and then there was other Melissa, <laughs> professional <laughs> Melissa and non-professional <laughs> Melissa. And I was at an event, literally, uh, with Barb Patterson, Ruhini Ross, and Elsie Spittle. And we were in a circle, like you do. And I said something like, oh gosh, I just wish I could be like this at work. And as the words came out of my mouth, I thought, why can't you be like this at work? Because I had a belief that I had to be a certain way at work. And there's a woman that I worked for for a long time. She's a great friend to this day. Her name is Barbara Glazer. And this woman is from Staten Island right? Working in entertainment in Hollywood, one of the most successful people in her business. And she doesn't care how she looks or how she sounds or how she writes. She just shows up as her. And she'll be the first to tell you she didn't go to a fancy school, but that woman is a powerhouse. And the reason why I and so many people love her is because of her authenticity. Yeah. You feel that when you walk in the room. And so the trifecta business, entertainment and community, the reason I do that is because those are my worlds. And I walk in each of those rooms with who I am and all that I've learned, imperfections and all. And here's the truth. The more that I show up as me, which is messy and imperfect and beautiful and magical, all of it, all of it, just like each person, the more impact I can have because people feel the truth. Yeah. When we speak the truth, people feel it. Yeah. And that is how I show up today with boards of directors in public companies and people at a place called home, the kids, the 10 year old kids, they get the same Melissa, <laughs> literally. And there is such power in that, because when we show up as ourselves, we give permission to others to show up as themselves. Yeah. And you know what? The chairman of the board of a public company is just as insecure 
as a 10-year-old child at a place called home in South Central Los Angeles. The difference is the 10-year-old child hasn't necessarily learned that they have to hide that yet. Wow. And the chairman of the board believes they do. And so this chairman of the board, who has more success than most people will ever have in their life, lives a life of feeling something is missing, lives a life of dissatisfaction because they've forgotten who they really are. And my job, as I have taken on, is to make sure that they remember so that they can have all that beautiful success and be who they truly are. And because of that, the connection to their true self, their heart, the infinite intelligence, they can have a positive impact on this world. We call that the power of the heart. Yeah. The power of the heart. And more than ever, Rob, today, we are at an inflection point. Yeah. This world that has a lot of stuff going on. And so my mission is to impact as many people in power as I can so that they can make important changes for the sustainability of humanity. I love that. There are a few things you said that I want to I want to connect dots to. One is when you talked about the powerful group of women that you were at that conference with. I see or I can see in your work that's what you want to do. Because even if we talk about the Real Women Real Lives podcast with Bart Patterson, um, or if we talk about just like you said, um, the children's facility or the board of directors, it's everything that it seems your hand touches gets that infection or infused um, energy of trying to wake people up, you know, wanting to show them a better life, you know, show them some new. Um, that's just fascinating, you know? Yeah, I think it's because I lived a life of not that for so long, mm, right? Okay. Yeah. I was on that treadmill, uh, hamster wheel, whatever we want to call it, thinking that when I got there, wherever there was, and there were yeah. so many bears. I mean, it's such a story, <laughs> right? So many people have this story. I'm so tired of it. But the truth is there were so many theirs. And I got there and still yet it wasn't enough. And so because I have lived that, I, I want to help other people not to have to live that way as many people as possible who have, who, who have lived like I have lived. And I see that there's another option. There's something else that's available. And by the way, we may never even get there, but Hey, we might as well enjoy the freaking journey. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I know and that's, that's the joy right. stalker, right? Yeah, that's, that sounds like it. Yeah, I, yeah, I can hear it. I can be miserable in any moment. Yeah. Truly, and I have. I've been miserable uh, at a five-star hotel on a beautiful island in Hawaii. I remember, miserable. And I've been so happy eating a Jarlsberg sandwich with one slice of cheese on whole wheat with a uh, uh, 
what is it called? A dash of mayo, because that's all I could afford at some point in my life. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. Now, I'm not saying I want to live a life of only being able to afford a Jarlsberg sandwich. But what I'm saying is, in any given moment, what I look for, I see. Yeah. So why not look for the joy? I love that. What I look for, I see. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I remember being okay. I used to hear, I used to say when I was, again, outside in living, I'm divorcing myself from the opinions of people. I don't <laughs> care what they think. And it was, it was this like super Rough cape. You are when you say that. You know? <laughs> you know, it was like this cape I had to wear. But then when it turned inside out, what I really, the, the energy of that so much didn't change because it was like, oh, me understanding how this really works. I don't have to be concerned with it. I just get to be me. You know, there's a loving way mm -hmm. to, to take care of yourself where you're not subjected to the pressures, the psychological um, persuasions and things like that, that so many people are, you know, facing. So I love what you're doing out there mm -hmm. in your position and doing it. Mm -hmm. like, as your story, being in your position, because when they say, no, that's not possible, you go, well, uh, some, some's off because I'm here. Right. Like so, that can't be true because I'm here. That's so we right. got to have a different conversation. That's right. I think that's yeah. that's just so exciting. That's mm -hmm. so exciting for your work. You also do stuff with One Solution. Yes. Whom Mara and Adik, I love. I got a chance to do the uh, Accelerating Change Global Summit as a facilitator. Um, love everything about the work they do. You know, even what they was able to bring out in the Rebels with Prince and Dejan. Like, it's, it's just unbelievable. Well, I will say that Dejan and Prince spoke at a company I was running a couple of years ago. And I've sat in lots of meetings with lots of people, brilliant people. And they had more impact and they touched me more than any people I had ever heard. Yeah. Truly. Um, so they are my heroes. I love them. And I have only met them in person once. <laughs> um, but a couple of years ago, I guess, uh, maybe it's two years ago during the pandemic, I just had this, I call it a holy nudge, if you will, an intuition uh -huh. to reach out tomorrow. No good reason, actually. Um, I had read her book, but so I sent her a note on Instagram. I said, hey, I just want to connect with you, thinking she may or may not write back. And of course, she's so gracious. And we just had a talk on Zoom. And one thing led to another and um, she asked if I would come out to Chicago and work on bringing more of what she and Eric are doing in the world. Yeah. And I was a wholehearted yes, whole <laughs> yeah. body yes. Hang out yeah. with you all, yes. Yeah. And so there was a group of us who um, strategized, if you will. We came up with a plan, a vision and a plan on how to bring more of what they're doing to the world. And that's where the Accelerating Change Summit was birthed mm. in that moment, in that place. Um, and I had a chance to speak on the panel with some awesome people, which is incredible. And then we got to um, meet with the Rebels for Peace and the internship program that they're doing. Yep. And hearing from them was incredible. 
Yeah. Now um, we're doing a fundraiser in um, Los, Los Livos, I think that's how we say it, California. And it's about regenerating hope because people need hope right now. And all we need is a seed. And the event really talks about the sustainability of us as humans. And if there is a metaphor around nature itself. What nature needs is very similar to what humans need. We need to be nurtured. Yeah. We need to um, have rest. There needs to be growth. We need sun and we need diversity. Yeah. Without diversity, nature dies. And without diversity of perspective, uh, we as humans, it's not, it's not a good thing. Yeah. I so, think that's really because I think we are nature. Like exactly. I know we, yeah, I know we, I, I try to, it, explain it to some people they'll be like oh i love going into nature and i was like okay when did you cross over out of it like where's the line of demarcation where you're actually out of nature and they go huh it's like no we're in nature yeah we're one of the species we're one of the many species that roams this earth that yeah. like you said need this sun Yes. That it's like just like the trees are different no tree is the same it's the same for humans we're just as much a part of nature as anything else that's right you know um so i, I really love that and without nature we die yeah and yeah. so the sustainability piece you know we talk a lot about the sustainability of our earth our planet um the piece that i feel most passionate about and where i actually feel like i can have impact is around the sustainability of humans in business. Hmm. Okay, I like that. I am not against capitalism. For I understand how business works. I understand the service profit chain. What is becoming clear to me is that the way we work is not sustainable. Okay. And so when I work with leaders, we get to see that there's something else on offer. The pushing, yeah. the grinding, the working 80 hours a week, not only is it not good for us as humans, we are not getting inspired ideas. Yeah. We are not truly productive. So peeling back the layer of, well, what, what does creativity need? What does innovation need? It needs a clear mind. Ooh. If we are able to come to a tech company, to a creative agency with a clear mind, we can create what's not been created before. And that is what we're all looking for. So how do we create an environment, a work environment, where we are able to do that? And so there's an agency that I'm working with in Los Angeles right now with the most incredible people doing the most incredible work. And we did a three-day offsite. And just like most people, we get a little burnt out. We get a little uninspired, right? Same old, same old. But we were able to have the space to create. And they are now on a mission with a vision to have the most incredible impact in the world. And something wow. happens when you open up that space. Yeah, yeah. Momentum starts. Yeah. And so I was on a call with them yesterday with the leadership team and the momentum, you can feel their momentum. Yeah. And things are happening for them. 
And it wasn't because they had to work harder, actually. Mm. It was, they took, they took the, they saw the value in clearing the mind. Yeah. It's something when that clarity sets in that changes the whole game. That's right. It, it's, it, it, and it doesn't take long too. It's like, it's like just buildings collapse. And when you go, oh, oh, I get it now. I see it, you know, wow. Inspired action. Inspire action. That is what we're talking about. I thank you so much, not just for coming today, but for the work you do and the way you show up. I love it. It's, um, it's as infectious as you mentioned at the beginning. I absolutely love it. Um, I want to open it up for you kind of just to, to end us out on whatever's on your heart. I know you've said more than enough for people to take away. Uh, but I want to give you that opportunity again, roses for me, man, salute, like you're doing it, killing it. Um, and yeah, yeah, just whatever you want to share. Yeah. Um, thank you. I really appreciate you, Rob. I've, I've listened to you. I've never met you, but it's really, really wonderful to see you and all you're doing in the world thank and you. the impact that you are having. You know, there's such a ripple effect of you and what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just, I appreciate you. Um, the one thing that comes to me is um, allow yourself to dream. Who's ever listening today? Allow yourself to dream. That dream, that desire has been put in your heart for a reason. And then usually as soon as we have a dream or a desire, our head kicks in and says, well, what, how are you going to do that? And, and why? And no one's going to, and all, all of that, right? And I think for so long, I listened to that head that told me those things. And what that causes is that causes us to have our energy drop. We start getting depressed. And so allow yourself to dream and then take that one action that teeny action, that three foot toss, hop to the next lily pad and then see what happens. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.